Welcome to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind The Witcher games, show, and books. Witchers, welcome back to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that talks about all the monsters hiding inside our electricity and <laughs> trying to stop us from streaming today. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I am here with my good buddy, Toasty. Toasty, how do we battle the monsters that are trying to stop us from recording um well i'd have to i'd have to i'd have to get over there and put my witcher senses to use before i can tell you anything so uh <laughs> well welcome let's back that, uh, <laughs> let's hope that it, it sticks this time <laughs> hopefully hopefully so um i'm glad you're here because we have our patrons here this week it's the end of the month we've got a group with us this is this is always so much fun to have our patron friends with us and this week we will be discussing what it would be like to have a modern day witcher and i have a lot of questions about this per usual we kind of throw out some ideas before we get to this episode and we've got some talking points here but i'm gonna have some questions for our our patrons and uh, let's introduce them let's get this going we've got ben of tamaria of course our our og patron joining us again ben welcome back how you doing buddy i'm doing fantastic Awesome, dude. Are you ready for this conversation? Modern day witchery? This is, this is like my life. <laughs> Modern day witchering. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, cool, man. I'm glad you're here. And then we have Crow. Crow's joining us again. Welcome back. Greetings. <clears throat> Greetings. I uh, I know you've been uh, up in the air a lot. Do you do a lot of witchering up in the clouds? Uh, I mostly just look out for stuff up there. Can't do a whole lot from up in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You know, just keep flying i guess is the just try not to hit the wyverns yeah well yeah yeah there you go that's probably a good idea and then we have genesis joining us again genesis welcome hello hello i fight number goblins mainly number goblins Mm. yeah yeah those pesky number goblins and um and then we have paul joining us as well paul welcome to the show thanks for joining us so i uh I fight goblins and cars. So goblins and cars. Wow. Everybody's got their own things that they're fighting here. Thank you everybody for joining me. I have some questions here and uh, Genesis. I know this was your, this was your idea, right? This whole, a witcher in the modern age. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something weird that I thought of. I was like, somebody was asking for ideas and I was like, you know what? What would it look like if there were witchers wandering the roads right now? I think it's a fun idea. I, I I thought it was actually a really cool idea when you threw it out there. And then everyone else jumped on the topic and they were like, no, that's a really cool idea. So I, my first question was, how do we frame this discussion? Are we in the modern world with the same kinds of monsters? And are we talking like monsters and cryptids and that kind of stuff? Or are modern day witchers fighting the real world monsters of the modern age, you know, like people who evade taxes and lie uh, to their neighbors and steal things from the store down the street. Like who are the real monsters? I mean, this opens up a lot of questions, right? So when you, when you initially framed the question, what did you have in mind as who the monsters were? Um, 
when I originally thought of it, it was like, what if Witcher monsters were in our world uh. and they were fighting them? But then when you flipped the question on me, I was like, my brain went, uh, Siri would totally fight the patriarchy. <laughs> right, right. Like she'd be a pro, <laughs> like pro female, pro feminist, like, you know, like stick it to the man. Like, but then she's not fighting with swords and, you know, going through dimensional portals. She's now doing what and she that opens still portal i guess she could still portal but like that's but like to what ends like how does that actually work and how does she leverage that to the benefit of society you know like that opens up so many other questions and i just don't even know where to go with that but okay so let's start with let's start with the more familiar to the world of the witcher version where we have actual witcher monsters but in modern day earth Right. Modern day America, modern day, you know, wherever you're from. The year is 2022 and and I'm just going to frame this for you guys and you are on your way to work and you're doing your regular commute to work, whatever it is, you're getting in your car, you're getting on the bus, you're getting on the subway, whatever it is that you're doing on your way to work and you look out the window. And sure enough. You have to do a double take because there is like a ghoul chasing down an old lady, <laughs> you know, and you're like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> and so there becomes like a big conversation about this. This is like a big thing. And then people are like, we need somebody to deal with these things because there's monsters out there. What do we do with that? So what do you do with that? Like, who are the witchers? How do we deal with this? Like, how does society deal with this? Where do we even start with this conversation? Is this law enforcement? Is this a special branch of the government? Like, do we train up people to fight monsters? I mean, and so let's let's frame this a little bit. I guess there's a conjunction of sphere of the spheres. Monsters pour into reality. Boom. We need witchers. What happens next? Do any of you have ideas about this? What do you got? Everyone's, everyone's doing this like <laughs> tapping on the chin kind of face thing. Like, hmm, so, okay, okay. Crow. I mean, to frame it like that, I feel like, it, <clears throat> yeah, just tomorrow all this crap started happening. Um, I feel like, yeah, it would be more of a military thing at first, like as a response, but just like with the Witcher world, whenever it's been like that for so long and there's just a special need for it, um, I kind of feel like it'd be more like, well, I don't know, with the, without the monsters, it'd be more like bounty hunters, but with them, I feel like it'd be something more government ran more so than just like a private school. Okay. So in this, in the case of the monsters in the Witcher world, many of them are hard to find. They hide easily, easily. They they come out at night. They come out at very inopportune times. They're they're hard to describe. They're hard to get, you know, put your finger on. They exist in maybe urban areas, maybe rural areas, maybe places where a lot of people live. Um, so you wouldn't necessarily be able to just send like, you know, a group of 10,000 troops into an area to like ferret out a bunch of ghouls like that would be like throwing, you know, 
a missile into a beehive in order to get rid of the bees, right? Like that, like that would be very difficult, right? So you would need probably a special task force or special individuals in order to deal with it, like a group of witchers. So do you think that you would end up with like a military program that would be like, I don't know, the Navy SEALs or something that would be like a school of witchers in the military to deal with this? I think it have to be very specialized in order to do it because one, we don't know if everybody's not, not everybody's going to react to the mutagens the same way. I'm assuming that the process of becoming a witcher is still the same. Mm-hmm. So do you think we would need, have, so let's back up. Do you think we would even need mutagens with modern technology? Or do you think that we, this is something that even in the modern world we could solve with technology and we wouldn't need mutagens? So let's let's even let's even ask that question. Mm. This is this is this is the American government and the American government is going and, and they they're the American government. They've been studying these monsters for longer than we know how, how long they know about the mutagens. They know that that's a viable path towards fighting against them. But they also have, you know, AK-47s and all sorts of other things at their disposal. And they're looking at all the options. Do you think they need to go the path of the mutagens? I mean, think about the kinds of monsters that we're dealing with here. I'm not I'm not trying to push anybody towards one direction or the other. I'm just posing the question is. Is that a. Is that a necessary thing for a modern day witcher? So the DOD is I think they doing. My bad, crow. Go ahead, Paul. You, you, you no, started. you're all good. I talk too much anyway. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you, you started first, Paul. So go ahead. Finish your thought on that. So the DOD has been working on uh, exoskeletons for soldiers for uh-huh. the past uh, 15-ish years. So I can almost guarantee that they'd probably go on that route and try to create some kind of task force similar to uh, SOCOM, Special Operations Command, and you know, create a group of especially trained personnel to combat monsters in all kinds of different environments. So do you think they would go the route of the tech, like technology? So like, oh, there's a bunch of, uh, I don't know, trolls over there. So we would outfit people with exoskeletons and weaponry in order to fight against the trolls. We wouldn't need mutagens. We wouldn't need to make people faster and stronger. We would just need to give them the weapons that they could then take them out at a distance and make them strong enough to, or at least protect themselves if they had to go hand to hand with them. Yeah, actually that's really what I think. I think that they'd probably try to do the mutagen route as like a backup, but just have the exoskeletons be their main form of defense, for lack of a better term. Okay. What do the rest of you guys think? Do you think that, do you agree with Paul? Do you think that the other route is, Maybe I mean we know from the the stories of the Witcher that the mutagen route works. I don't know if we have the right. Well, maybe if we had been researching these types of creatures and things like that, we would be able to come up with modern day antidotes and things like that. But part of being a Witcher is being a little bit higher level of immunity to the poisons and things like that. So I don't know if we can totally get rid of the mutagens. That's a good point, too, because even if you have an exoskeleton and you get bit by, say, a poisonous monster, doesn't mean that you're going to be able to survive it. Um, So in some regards, there are benefits that the mutagens bring you 
beyond just speed and strength. So Jen has a point. Ben, you've been very quiet about this. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say it would be both. I think we would use both mutagens and non-mutagen like witchers. More of kind of how Paul went with like the SOCOM aspect. Have the witchers who have the mutagens as like so forth as like a commanding officer or squad leader. And have the non-mutagen witchers as like more of like a backup or uh support to him mm. or, or like like the, like the or, trainee like the lower yeah. the lower ranking witchers <clears throat> like the uh the ones that who way, haven't passed the uh, trial of the grasses yet right like the <laughs> one with the mutagens would be able to sense danger see everything like what a witcher would mm -hmm. that the normal humans can't while the other like witchers who don't have the mutagens can still fight off the monsters at like a distance or something. Right. Right. I mean, did you, you just red shirt them? <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> but I mean, you do have a point there. Like even if you could design technology that would allow somebody to see the same things that a witcher who has the mutagens can see by putting on like a headset or something, if that headset gets damaged, you're out of luck. Whereas a witcher who has been mutated to be able to see those things, unless all of a sudden your eyes are gouged out or you take like a really big hit to the head, you're still going to be able to see the things you need to see. Like you can't just all of a sudden damage the headset. Like that's a part that's physically who you are now. Um, so there's kind of a benefit to that, right? Like that there is, there is a greater benefit to the mutagens. Um, there, I guess there is a drawback, though, in that there's a greater amount of buy-in from the soldiers in knowing that they're getting into a program that is fundamentally biologically going to change them. I mean, I guess on some level, every soldier is biologically going to be trained, going to be changed anyway, through the training and through even the psychological things they go through in what they're doing being a soldier so on some level there always is going to be some sort of change i'm, I'm kind of weighing both sides of this right toasty what do you think i know you've got some thoughts on this toasty always has some thoughts and his thoughts are the absolute truth no matter what so <laughs> toasty he's just shaking his head <laughs> what do you think uh, i i mean yeah i think that uh I, th I think that the technology of like today helps like you imagine like you you've at this point, the, the Igni sign is like rendered completely useless when you could just like take a flamethrower into battle, you know, like you don't, you don't need Igni. The flamethrower is much more impressive. Um, I don't Jen, Jen looks like she has a yeah. counter to this. Jen, what were you going to say? Flamethrowers require fuel. Right. You could run out of fuel, whereas your Igni sign might still work, even if you've been fighting that thing for 24 hours straight. I, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it's like but it's also like... Between, oh, God, Sorry. I was just going to say, it's like the difference between carrying a light machine gun into battle and a pistol. Like, if you're just trying to put a hole in something, you might as well just use your hand to throw flames, then bring in the whole flamethrower. 
It was just like it in a sense of like, you know, yeah, you can like use it in like a fight where it's like not as impactful, but like if you've like done your research, because I imagine the research would just be easier to do with like our extensive sources of knowledge that we have today where it's like, Oh, I'm fighting a lesson. Well, I'll just make this easy on myself and take a flamethrower with me mm-hmm. rather than try to like do anything. Cause it's just light it on fire. And it, there's a lot more like impact to the flamethrower as opposed to the Igni sign. You heard it here first. Toasty is pro deforestation. <laughs> just burn I'm the whole pro. forest down. <laughs> There's a lesson in the forest. Just burn the whole forest. <laughs> just screw the whole thing. Just get rid of everything. You just put that on the internet. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I will say go like, ahead, ben. T- today's technology could also hinder us because with being a witcher, you want to have that high mobility and versatility to fight. I mean, if you're going into battle with a flamethrower, you're not going to have mobility at all. <laughs> no. Let alone fight, fight an election where election can, you know, disappear full behind you and straight go through the gut with you. I mean, yeah. Or pop your gas tank on your back. Or that right. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. I have a feeling that before long, there would be a lot of casualties that would teach the this elite group what what to do and what not to do with modern technology. Basically, we also try to do a uh, Mark 19, which is a mounted grenade launcher with incendiary mm-hmm. shells. Mm-hmm. There's one that you could do where you could do uh, incendiary rounds on the personnel carrier or the personnel firearms. Excuse me. Yeah. So uh, trying different kinds of like getting the same results with different kinds of modern technology. Right. And seeing which of those things work better. Um, yeah, I think that there's different ways. I, I think in, there's also combinations of technology and magic and mutagens and those things that work like so, for example, on the TV show where when Geralt uses Igni on his sword, that's a creative yeah. use of technology, the sword and the magic together in order to get a result that is very useful. Now mix in modern day technology with magic and now the options become even more plentiful. I mean, imagine, imagine a witcher who is now a hundred years old, a hundred years of experience, at least fighting monsters, mixing magic and knowledge and modern technology and all the creative ways that those things come together. And that seems like an even more powerful combination of stuff but it also has more options and more ways it could possibly go wrong so you got that that going for it too um so here's a thought here's a question we've been talking about like the government perspective on this right the government responds to a threat to its people and so it decides to devise a solution some sort of special soldier unit in order to fight this back but wouldn't it make sense just like in the world of the witcher that there's some sort of homegrown group of individuals who see the potential for this especially in places where the government just doesn't really want to bother or doesn't seem to be as big of a threat in places where you know or 
well it, it, in places where it j- the government just doesn't care about it as much like places that are more rural or in places where the monsters seem more and more fantastic and hard to believe they're actually there where the demand for lone individuals who are just out in you know very far away places who can just make it on their own what do you guys think about having these like individual groups and and now we're talking this is becoming more like schools of witchers you would have a like a government school of witchers like a military school but then you might have like these individuals in like I don't know. You could have like a corporate school of witchers that have like, <laughs> like maybe a witcher in every town that does their thing. Kind of like a, uh, I don't know, a law firm that's like the overarching law firm. But then they have a lawyer in each little town in, in your state who can like stand up for your rights when <laughs> when, a, when a ghoul comes by <laughs> or a lesson. What do you think about that? Now I'm trying to practice see how a witcher would practice law, and I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't know. Be like a, it'd be like a rental witcher. It'd be like you know your local witcher who's just kind of there because the government isn't going to be everywhere. You know, it's that his kind of face thing. and phone number on the side of a bus. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, in my ex, he's stronger than the other guys. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> right. Right. Or in some places where it's really rural, you just have like traveling witchers, kind of like you actually do in in our stories. Somebody who's just kind of makes the rounds and does their thing. You know, every week they hop in their car, they drive through different cities. They just kind of go where they're called. Somebody sends them a text message, sends them an email. They've got a website and they just kind of respond to their emails. They kind of make their rounds, go where they need to go show up so, oh, so like, make like a DoorDash app yeah yeah <laughs> like a DoorDash for witchers what would, dash. what would what would the animal of that school be everybody's like hmm an animal for a witcher school that's like that's like the DoorDash version of witchers <sighs> Like a roadrunner? Pigeon. <laughs> pigeon? A pigeon? Pigeon school? <laughs> the, pigeon. Pigeon, the pigeon school of the witcher. Well, yeah, because they're the ones that can deliver little letters and everything. Yeah. So they're yeah, the like ones that... Like a messenger pigeon. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But I feel so like... Serving crows and ravens. I feel like just like on DoorDash, like school they don't the train crows. you. Yeah, this, yeah, school of the crows. They don't train you. You just have to make sure... You just have to tell them you have all the skills necessary. And then you sign up. And they're like, all right, you're hired. And then you go do it. <laughs> and if you don't have the skills and the tools and you get yourself killed, too bad. Sorry. It's you your own fault. You signed the waiver. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, all right, now go into this back room with nine other people and only four of you guys are coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Oh, yeah. You signed like, the waiver. Just the situations like that with like the witchers being involved with like, just any kind of bureaucracy or like legal aspect of just being able to use Axie to sway people like that could, that could get real bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are going to give me a 20% tip this time. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> I feel like the reason was like 
because everyone kind of hates witchers in the games like it's it's like don't do that because if it catches on that you're like swindling people like this and using magic on them then like people are gonna come after you yet again and like we don't want that to happen but i think in like the modern world we're just more accepting generally so i don't think it would be like like i'm sure there would be like the anti-witcher hate group like or the exists because there's always something for it but i imagine they'd be much more widely accepted in a modern time zone than like you know the well, era that they were in the games we do have people who believe the earth is flat right now yeah like like i said there's gonna be people that don't can't like confirm them. as a pilot <laughs> yeah. can't confirm <laughs> i mean there are i mean there we do have human beings on this planet who believe ridiculous garbage so there will be people who both absolutely wholeheartedly trust them and worship the ground they walk on and then there will be people who think that they are the spawn of satan themselves and are, are just swindling everybody there will be all extremes um so here's another thought i had how is this that different than the show supernatural plus mutagens Honestly, I would have had to not. have watched the show. <laughs> Witchers don't almost... come back from dying at the end of <laughs> Well, that's a fair point. Every season they get uh, find a way to get Sam, resurrected. Sam and Dean, Dean both have died, died hundreds what? of times. <laughs> As they, they've been Basically. they've died so many times, like they, they don't remember any of them because they right. just keep getting resurrected right. and their memories wiped. Yeah. So it's for for, like, for Gen Genesis and anybody else who hasn't watched Supernatural, Supernatural is like they are monster hunters that's what they do they were born into a family of monster hunters the world at large doesn't believe that monsters are real but they know they're real they show up they help people out they save people from monsters but in order to do so they have to lie and cheat and, and steal and use fake credit cards and do these kinds of things and you know keep the keep the police from trying to arrest them and all these kinds of shady things in order to actually do the right thing in order to keep people safe from these monsters, right? And the show was only supposed to last, what, like three seasons or something originally? And it gets more and more and more ridiculous as it went 15. on for like for like 15 <laughs> seasons because it just it was so it was so cheap to produce. But, it you know, two cute guys on an easy to produce show that had a fan base that just kept growing. And so it just became this cash cow and it just got more and more ridiculous. But anyway, it, they basically are monster hunters that just wander around and solve these mysterious crimes and kill the monsters. So they're like modern day witchers, except without the m magical powers. But sometimes they get magical powers. <laughs> so Sam, Sam has psychic powers. Yeah, that, <laughs> that also happens too sometimes. So um, and sometimes Dean actually gets powers at some point because he loses his soul. I mean, there's all sorts of weird wackiness that happens. Hey, Sam used Mjolnir at one point. <laughs> It's all sorts of weird crap. It gets it jumps the shark like eleven times. Well, yeah, um, Dean blew up. Uh, what was it Excalibur at that one episode? Yeah, he actually he dragon. kills he kills Hitler at one point also. Um, yes. So okay. So the, going back, the question is: How is this any different than Supernatural? Everyone's like, it's uh, not. It's not. I've, I've got a 2014 Dodge Dart and not a 67 Impala that I call baby. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. 
hey, if you had a 67 Chevy Impala, you probably would call it baby though. Yeah. And you get real mad when anybody, when anybody even touches that thing. Either that or I'm going to call it roach. That would be. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, here's what I want you guys to do, because we got to thank our patrons and then we'll be right back. But be thinking about if the monsters aren't the same monsters as in the Witcher series, if the monsters are our monsters, the terrible things of this world, then what is a Witcher that fights those? And how do we make that? Or how does a witcher fight our monsters? If it's a traditional witcher fighting our monsters, how does that work? It's a tricky question. I want to see what you guys come up with, because I think you're going to come up with some crazy, crazy, interesting, creative stuff. So we'll be right back. Very well. Let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. Mm-hmm. Great. Let me go prepare my something oil then. All right, here we are in the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our patrons like these guys and all 15 of them are here supporting us in spirits. We've got a few of them actually physically here, but all 15 of them are supporting us. And big thanks to Ben of Tamaria, our tier five higher vampire and Bane, the hospital guy as well. Thank you so much to both of you guys. And um, (laughs) we don't have any new uh, ratings or reviews to read out this week, but if you'd like to help us out with those as well, then you can drop a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and a review will be read out in the future. You just put the words in there and we'll read it out. And then if you want to leave us five stars on Spotify, because you watch us or watch us because you watch us on Spotify, which is weird. But if you do that, tell us how you do it. Um, but then also leave the five-star review and those are also ways that you can help us out But if you want to help us out with a uh, <laughs> By signing up on patreon, you'll also get ad-free episodes and t-shirts and you can join us on future episodes of the show Just like this one, but I'm gonna I'm, I'm super excited to talk about this next segment with our patrons So we're just gonna get right back to the show. So here we go You smell of death and destiny heroics and Heartbreak. It's onion. Right, yeah. I just got right in and right out of that mid-break because I'm super excited to see what you guys are gonna see. Say see what you're gonna say. That doesn't even make any sense. Words are hard today, guys. I'm just having all sorts of issues with words, but I always do. So okay. And tech. And tech. Like this has not been a great day for me with words or tech. Um Okay. So who has some ideas here? What are our big bad monsters and how do the witchers actually handle them? Crow? Pedophiles. Pedophiles. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Crow. Well, actually, I was kind of thinking about this before we even started the show how like animals in general. <clears throat> yeah, screw animals. Seem like animals are the worst. Well, I'm just uh, no, saying I'm, I'm like kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They can seem <laughs> They can seem pretty monstrous, just depending on your familiarity and the rarity of them. I mean, if you really think about a giraffe or a rhino, those are some weird, weird things. <laughs> yeah, the first time with, you see but them, we just yeah. accept them. But so, like, actually, funny enough, uh, this week I had to do a tiny bit of witchering and find out what mauled my girlfriend's cat. Oh, um, yeah. So, did you find out how that kind of? Yeah, I actually did, and I hunted it down. 
because uh, she came home one day and her cat was just in pieces, actually kind of gross. Um, so I had to like clean that up, but then also check around and see any, like what could have gotten in, what happened. Uh, it turned out to be a bobcat that broke in through the little doggy door that was supposed to be locked wow. and was living kind of around the corner from her house out in the pasture. That'll do it. So, yeah. All uh, right. So something similar to that is what I would assume. Okay. Like, All right. So just like a modern day taking care of dangerous animals kind of person. So they live, which is in general. So they live in Australia. That's what you're telling me. Cause Australia is basically full of dangerous animals. You're not wrong. I mean, it is yeah, like, everything you know, there kills you. Everything there. Literally everything. Everything. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I can see that. All right, who else wants to go? I think Paul Paul said pedophiles. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I know so, like witchers actual witchers from like the stories. If somebody was to come to them in a modern day context and was like, "Yeah, pedophiles, you need to go stop them." Their version of stopping them would be hunting them down and like murdering them and stringing up their heads in like the town square. Like, yeah, <laughs> and they'd probably deserve it. You know, I don't know that the police would appreciate that method of bringing them to too. justice, but um, yeah, I think I don't know that too many people would be unhappy about that method of justice. What do you think, Paul? <laughs> do you want to chime in with any other thoughts on this? <laughs> I got a cop Paul eating. <laughs> I mean, I'm eating thin mints. I haven't eaten today. Um, I feel like it'd be kind of like how I was in Texas of the, uh, the father who found the dude trying to rape his daughter. Yeah. And yeah. he killed him and he just got bled off completely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, or, there, there are, you know, instances of that kind of justice being kind of, you know, communally, approved of or i think there was an inmate who uh he would just kill rapists and pedophiles in jail even though he did extend the sentence he was still filtering them out i might be mistaken about that though but i don't remember exactly yeah yeah typically from what i hear and like cases like that like they have to separate uh people that are like convicted of those things away from the rest of the regular populace because they will like do horrible things to them yeah so, they're seen as like the lowest part of the inmate population mm-hmm. yeah which makes sense all right so moving on from that dis you know despicable side of the population um what what else what are all the what else would you consider the modern day monsters and what, what would either be a witcher's response to them, or what would you design as the witcher who would then hunt down that monster? So I totally went cyber with this. Uh-huh. You know, you're attacking viruses and the little tech goblins that we all get afflicted by every once in a while. Like the and thing so that was keeping me from launching our stream this <laughs> earlier mm-hmm. or yeah. the little goblin that gets into my discord and changes my mic settings without telling what me. the heck is with that discord this happens like every two weeks 
and i'm like yeah freaking just leave my settings alone discord yeah absolutely <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i too am afflicted by the discord like, goblin i'm not the so, one going and changing my settings <laughs> nope nope i have no reason to <laughs> right. i like them where they were at yeah. thank you yep. <laughs> um so my witcher would be a cyber witcher somebody mm. who's not fighting out there with uh a silver sword but more like silver tip nails so that way she could hack into the computer and fight everything oh. virtually so like a cyberpunk 2077 like like net runner net runner who can like exactly. just like hack in and just kind of like just like sits back and just like mm. crawls no, the I net like i have to do that mm. the, the to have like a witcher themed net runner because it, like in cyberpunk red they encourage you to like flavor your net running to be like look like a certain thing so like mm. yeah the net runner in the group i'm in is like all of his stuff is just star wars yeah like he uses zap it's just force lightning like stuff like that so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah all the descriptions of net running are all based around some sort of like fantasy descriptions and these kinds of things because it's all theoretical you're in a fantasy realm like it's all and it has to be forced into some sort of visual and auditory context for you to even understand what you're looking at um so it you can kind of put it into whatever context you want so that's kind of cool so it could be like a witcher flavor net running experience yep that's how i would do it if i had a modern day witcher it'd totally be a cyberpunk level hacker nice or i mean maybe it's not a very nice witcher and is actually doing hacking and not fighting the bad guys but maybe more of a robin hood style mm-hmm. <laughs> stealing from the rich giving to the poor yeah see i so here's the thing i was i was thinking of is like okay what if what if our modern day monsters are like politicians and the kinds of wealthy people who just don't care about anybody else who are just you know destroying the earth and just making it worse for the common person harder for them to make a good living and all of these kinds of things like how do you fight that with a witcher kill him <laughs> it's just the vigilante <laughs> it's just the punisher <laughs> they just go hunt people down <laughs> i mean isn't that what Geralt does i mean <laughs> i mean Geralt's not hunting down like a, a mirror or anything only yeah, because but. there wasn't a contract for it right but it's not of his own volition like right like and and amir is a person like he doesn't take out contracts on people i mean did he not I mean, did he do you not have the option that i think most people choose to kill a very corrupt politician in witcher 3 i mean you have so. you have options but it's not like his you don't like, have it's, it's, to it's, it's like, not his modus operandi like it's not his like go-to solution for the problem right you're also assuming that all witchers have Geralt's sense of morality that's true that's true i mean you could have a school of witchers that are like <laughs> it's all the cat school then they're just straight politicians they don't care that's true <laughs> that's true too. yeah yeah that's true yeah, Bane, Bane saying uh, that could be an interesting Assassin's Creed Witcher crossover. Yeah, what if you had like a dark Witcher, like Assassin's group that decided that like the only way towards, you know, saving the the average person was to just take out all like 
and like like a dark robin hood don't steal from the rich just kill them <laughs> just oh like and then steal from them and then steal from them <laughs> it's not stealing at that point it's acquiring right well if it's not theirs anymore they're dead they're not going to use it Ooh. always loot the body always loot the body Ooh. i'm not seeing taxation. a problem with this <laughs> I'm not either. I'm like, not at all. <laughs> the Witcher Lorecast does not approve <laughs> of murder in any sense. We are not telling anyone to go out there and murder anybody just because they're wealthier than you. Please do not take this to heart. Um, this is where we get flagged by the NSA. This is all, this is all fictional. <laughs> this is all fictitious. Just because people are wealthy does not necessarily mean they're evil. Um, but there are some people out there that are wealthy and are evil and that's that's the question is like what would you do if that person is the monster so um i agree with paul just end it just end it eat the rich (laughs) yeah yeah this is we've gone very eat the the rich here (laughs) what if what if the solution was to create a bunch of witchers that use their mutations and their potions in order to become very charismatic and to train under a bunch of bards in order to become politicians themselves and then just take over for all the politicians to get elected. So you ended up with a bunch of... It actually doesn't work through the the camera. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, maybe it does. What if it does? Or what if the solution is not witchers, but bards? And then you just get a bunch I of mean, bards elected. Yeah. What if Dandelion thing is we, became the leader? What if Dandelion became the president? Oh, oh, we might be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already have like bards and stuff. I mean, we got singers. And is that not the most annoying thing whenever a singer or an entertainer tries to give their like political opinion and tell you what to think? But what if the things that they're th- Kanye thinking? Kanye for president, am I right? <laughs> but what if, what if the bards are being puppeted by the witchers? What if they're just face pieces for smarter, more aware people <laughs> that sounds like you're just explaining the u.s government i mean uh, there uh, other people are puppeting other people already right so if that's already happening then why don't we just do it for good <laughs> instead of for evil basically the question is would you rather the witchers control the government or be controlled by the government yeah neither <laughs> i agree <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. And I see a neutral party there. Hmm. Hmm. I okay. still vote Dandelion well, for president. I, I, heck, it's still better than anybody else we've had run in a long time. Um, all right. So final question, because we're, we're kind of getting to the end of the show here. In the modern context... If all of a sudden we were to have a conjunction of spheres, we're going back to the idea of like actual monsters, actual witchers. And all of a sudden, like Central Park tomorrow, there's like a newsreel and like shaky cam footage. And there's like Geralt of Rivia taking down some sort of like, 
I don't know, some sort of big monster. Like, what's a big monster that he'd be taking down? A fiend. Like a big fiend or something. And it's like shaky cam footage. And then all of a sudden he disappears, like, off. You know, between some buildings. Like, what would would happen? Do you think people would believe it? Or would people be like, oh, it's it's a Hollywood stunt for some movie. Or, like, would people explain it away? It depends. Is the fiend's body still there? Well, I mean, I suppose if it it's would be dead. Yeah, I would. I mean, that's if the uh, media actually decided to cover it instead of the point. Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. Well, the media would be there. Like there, are, there are people there. Like they, you know, they take a look at it. Like they, well, they take the body. That like some scientists are there. They look at it and they're like, okay, this looks like some weird, so, some sort of strange, emaciated species of something. How did it get into the park? They start, you know, asking these weird questions. These questions about like they start looking at its DNA, trying to figure out what kind of species of animal it was. They have some sort of theory about like, well, did this get out of a zoo somewhere? Like there are all these questions about it. And then they look at the footage and they're like this what appears to be long haired man with two swords seemed to be throwing fire out of his hands, killed this thing in order to save some people in the park and then disappeared off between the buildings. This podcast would like this podcast was popularity with skyrocket. But how long how long would it take before people were just, would would actually start to like like would people believe it you know like we talk about things like what if ghosts are real or what if you know aliens and like these are very common like bigfoot like these are common things right but like like we're throwing this idea of like what about witcher monsters what about witchers like once it happened for the third time in a third location I think that's when it would finally start to click into people that this is not just a one-time hoax in New York city. No, once it happens in, you know, middle of America with where they're obviously not filming anything, Uh then I think that it would start to click in. Do you think people, you think there'd be panic? Do you think people would like in different kinds of monsters too? Right. Oh yeah. There would be definitely panic. Do you think people I mean, would we, start we, signing up for like, would you think somebody would start selling like how to become a witcher? There'd be TikTok program. challenges. TikTok challenges. Yeah, no, oh yeah, there'd be TikTok challenges. I mean, there'd definitely be a panic. I mean, we panicked over a, a a pandemic of a virus. Now now there's like deadlier creatures than what we already had on Earth. Yeah, like don't mm-hmm. leave your house. Mm-hmm. But this, but you, you realize what this means is it means that there's more than just things like fiends. There's more than just like what seem to be large, scary animals. This also means that ghosts are real, that um, uh, magic is real, that it opens up Pandora's box. <laughs> it, this opens up a lot of dark, creepy, creepy, nasty, terrible things. And that creaky sound in the attic may not just be old, you know, wood in your house anymore. And it's cold in the winter. And so, you know, the beams in your house are, are creaking. It might mean that like grandma died a bad death and is now coming back because she's angry <laughs> you know like you as might long need- as it's not the tower of the rats then i'm good <laughs> i'm investing in a better sword yeah like it, it might be a good idea for everybody to keep a silver sword around in your bedroom just in case 
grandma decides to visit because she's grumpy and old and angry and dead. Well, if she's a ghost, you would need steel. You would need proper steel. If I'm not mistaken. Is steel for ghosts? That's silver. Uh, you'd need Is silver from Supernatural? I think so. No, you need iron. Iron. Supernatural, yeah. Supernatural. It's iron. Uh, iron and silver. My bad. My bad. Iron, not steel. So, I don't know. Just something to, something to chew on. It's kind of a fun idea, though. Like, merging those worlds. Or what if, like, Siri was to jump, like, realms into a realm like ours, right? It's all of a sudden, poof. Well, yeah, like, what if we found out tomorrow, some historian found out that, uh, kind of like in the books, whenever Siri was the Lady of the Lake, like, if she actually was, or something like that, and we're just waiting for her to come back. Yeah, yeah. And some other things came with her. Creepy stuff. Dusty, you got any other thoughts before we wrap this up? Just my mind just went on, like, a tangent of, like, the random groups that would be generated out of like a world with like, like a modern world of witchers in it. Mm-hmm. Just like, like, I feel like one, if the mutagens are still doing like how they normally do, where they kill like a bunch of kids as they're like going through the process, like it's still the really low percentage. You got to think like anti-vaxxers would just shoot through the roof, dude. Oh, <laughs> He's so bad. Cancel witchers. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag cancel witchers. It's just be, it'd be so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Stay away from those witchers. They're just a bunch of, they're just making it up. Well, I know that me and my 11 year old have been to the archery range three times this week. I think she would volunteer for the mutagen oh okay well guys this has been fun um let's wrap this up we're gonna go back through everybody feel free to share other things you're working on ways people can reach out to you um let's start with ben we're gonna start back up at the top ben i know you've got you've got a podcast I do. So I am one of the hosts of Holocron Histories, Star Wars Canon versus Legends. Uh, we are on the Robots Radio Discord. Uh, we have new episodes every Monday. We just published episode four today. Uh, and you can follow us on SW Hollow Histories on Twitter. So fun, a lot of fun stuff. Um, I know next week's episode, we're going to go over Obi-Wan. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, I hear you're uh, a little bit excited about the the show coming oh, out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> excited for anything Star Wars. I mean, they just announced Lucas Arts Games just announced an eighth game that's in development for Star Wars. Yeah, I'm, I'm, anything Star Wars is good for me. Nice. Well, awesome. You guys should tune into the show if you're, especially if you're interested in understanding the differences between the two canon canons the original canon the new canon all of that stuff this is absolutely the show that's going to help you understand the differences because they've made a lot of changes um and i know that that's confusing for a lot of people but uh you guys Mm -hmm. you guys are there to help iron that all out so that's very cool um so thanks for joining us again crow thanks for being here you got anything going on um 
Well, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I just started the books. I'm about halfway through. Oh, what's the the one with Clint? They like a matter of price. Um, the short story and this coming Saturday, I have my check ride for my instrument rating on my pilot's license. Oh, nice. So exciting. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. And Genesis, I know you've got a podcast too. I do have a podcast. Uh, I am Genesis, one half of the Two Girls, One Ship podcast, where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. Uh, You can find me on the Robots Radio Discord and at all the social medias at Two Girls, One Ship. Awesome. 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 And I created the ship name for uh, uh, Teacup of Tamaria. That's uh, for the Holocron <laughs> histories. Nice. That's, I, that's better than Ben of Cup. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we agreed on that one too, actually. So. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Thanks for joining us again. And Paul, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, only C11 Pagans on the Discord. Nothing else awesome awesome yeah feel free if you are listening and you want to join us even if you can't join us on these and be a patron you're always welcome to join us on the robots radio discord um jump into the witcher lorecast channel send us your thoughts on this whole conversation we had uh this week because it's kind of a weird and wacky perspective on all this so i'm sure you might have had some things that we didn't cover that might have come up in your ideas or near in your mind about what's going on with this uh we'd love to hear your thoughts on that um toasty you got anything going on that you want to share uh as usual follow us at the witch lorecast on twitter um and uh look out for uh season two of cyberpunk where i i have officially joined uh we uh we we've already recorded two episodes Ooh. which i don't i don't know when those are coming out i'm sorry it's gonna be a little bit they're still releasing season one <laughs> so <laughs> sometime someday yep, sometime cool man that sounds fun yeah that's uh, that's another show on the network you can find all of those at robotsradio.net and then all of my shows are over, over there as well so if you are looking for other shows to listen to and you are into video games or anything just just go to robotsradio.net check out all the different shows there's lots of good stuff to listen to and um you can always join us live for this show at 9 p.m eastern on monday nights on the robots radio channels that's on twitch or youtube or facebook and we'll be back next week and after this in just a few minutes we're starting up the mass effect lore cast and we'll be chatting with our patrons on there as well so if you are in chat or you'd like to join us for that We'll be we'll be hanging out with them in just a few minutes, so don't go anywhere. Guys, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. And until then. Stay safe on the paths. All right, guys. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.